The Pat Kenny Show with MasterCard. Share an extraordinary experiences all over the world with priceless cities at priceless.com. This is News Talk. Fat dogs live sadder, shorter lives. And Pete Wedderburn, Pete the Vet, is here to tell us how to keep your pets slim and trim because it will make them happier and keep them alive longer. Pete, good morning. Good morning. So uh, we all see them waddling around the place. Now, some of them are elderly dogs and, Mm. you know, time is running out anyway. But some of them are young dogs. Dogs as, as young as two or three years of age start to put it on. It hits a peak around five or six and it carries on from there. Um, There's a study last week of over 50,000 dogs. It was a retrospective study um, looking back 20 years at what difference this made to them. And what they found was that dogs, on average, lived up to two and a half years shorter lives because they were too fat. And that's just the start of it because they're also more prone to illnesses. And I think probably the big one that people aren't aware of is that dogs that are carrying too much weight are less happy. And I have plenty of cases that I've seen like that where you have a dog who literally just stays in bed looking sad. They don't want to get out. They don't want to do anything. They just stay there. And it's not just because of the extra weight. It's because of the chemical changes in their bloodstream. Because what people don't realize is that obesity is a state of inflammation. The body is reacting against the fat deposits putting metabolites in the bloodstream which make you feel miserable and your level of serotonin goes down because of the fat. So literally, they are more miserable when they're carrying too much Are weight. some dogs more prone to get fat than others? Well, yes, there are some breeds. For example, Labradors, um, Cocker Spaniels, Shetland Sheepdogs, a number of others. The other big factor, and I'm sad to say this in a sense, is that if, it, if an animal is spayed or neutered, it doubles the risk of of them getting fat. Now, I need to stress that it's not inevitable that they get fat. My own pets have been neutered since they were very young and they're as lean as you like. So um, neutered pets can stay lean, but they're just more likely to get fat. So you have to watch them more carefully. Is it simply just give them less grub? In theory, yes. And since it's so simple, you'd say, well, why aren't all dogs slim and trim? Because that's what it comes down to. They get too much food. The problem, and it's not like they can sneak off and steal food from the fridge or have a secret second helping when nobody's watching because you're watching them. They're your dog. They only have what you give them. They only can have what you give them. Unless they're, of course, literally raiding bins, but that's uncommon. That's not why dogs get fat. Dogs get fat because of what we humans do. And I think think I've pinned it down to a few separate factors. First of all, people see dogs as little people. So we kind of give them human-sized portions. We forget that they're tiny. Like a little terrier is like a tenth of a human's body weight. So they just need a tenth of our food, a very, very small amount of food. The second thing is we actually, we love eating. It's social. We get enjoyment. And so we therefore like to see our dogs eating. And, we, you know, we look at the meat and we go, ah, look at them, look how happy they are. But that, you know, we should separate our, our, ourselves from that sort of emotion. And the next thing is we want to feed them till they're full because that's what we humans do for ourselves. What you don't realize is that dogs take much, much longer to get full than they ourselves. They will eat and eat and eat if you let them. They will. Yeah. They will. Cause that's I mean, the stories of that, the entire Christmas ham being devoured yeah. by one little <laughs> dog. So, so you'll never make a dog happy by feeding it too much. So don't do it. And I suppose the last thing, which is a really big factor, is that we, we've got used to seeing dogs carrying a bit more padding and we kind of think that's normal so i've i have clients who have their dogs out for a walk the dogs are perfect condition absolutely lean and trim and people come up to them and say you're starving your dog what do you think you're at so we have an expectation that dogs should have that little so how do you know 
if your dog's too fat? Well, I think for the average person, it's easiest, literally, when you're next in your vets, say to them, is my dog the right weight? And your, your vet will very easily tell you. Um, and vets weigh dogs at every annual health check and keep a record. So, you know, find out, is your dog the same weight as it was last year and the year before and spot the trend? And if the trend is the same weight every year, then you're doing fine. Now, what do vets do when they come across obese dogs? Well, I suppose the first thing is that we assess them properly and there's a thing called body condition score which is um, you can go online and search for a body condition score calculator for dogs and it Basically, you look at the dog's contour from above. It should it should have a nice um, wider at the chest, narrow at the waist appearance rather than straight down either side. And it should be able to feel the ribs and feel the spine. So that's the first thing vets will do is assess the body condition. And then if a dog is overweight, we'll talk to owners about what they need to do to get their dogs thin. And the simplest answer really is that it's just about weighing or measuring the food they get every day. And it really is a simple And exercise, that. I presume, as well. Exercise is far less important, funnily than, enough. Than quantity. Yeah, dogs can run for miles and almost no calories because they, they're very efficient at exercising. It's all about food. And so you weigh or measure how much you give them. You feed them twice a day. You give them nothing extra. If you must give them treats and use ultra-low calorie treats, bits of raw vegetable, maybe some popcorn. Don't give them things like buttered toast or sausages because that's way high in fat. And and they have special low-cal foods for dogs. Yeah, well, not just low-calorie, but special foods designed to promote satiety, designed to make dogs feel full. So that would mean um, high-fibre, for example, or high-protein, low-carbohydrate. There are diets that have been scientifically designed to make it easier for dogs to lose weight. Uh, Why don't greyhounds get fat, asks the texture. Because they're not genetically predisposed to. That's really what it comes down to. Simple as that. We have a four uh, to five stone American pit bull. He's only seven months old. Is that normal? It depends on how actual his dimensions, how tall, yeah. how, how whatever. You should. He'd be a chunky enough dog anyway. He, he would be anyway. Um, I, I, I would be feeling for his bones. You should be able to feel his, the bones underneath, underneath the skin. If you can't, then he is too fat. Um, could you ask Pete what to do about a dog who doesn't want to go for a walk? We have a Jack Russell that since Halloween gets spooked on the walk and decides she wants to go home. I've picked her up and carried her on for a bit until she gets uh, a smell of something and wants to go on. But sometimes she just won't give in. Should I pre- persist uh, as the other dog is quite happy to continue that's from john in dublin well i think it's important that she gets exercise but you just have to find exercise that she enjoys so you need to reinvent your walk i suspect go for a different route go somewhere you've never been before um, even drive somewhere that's different and then get out and she'll see sights and sounds and she'll sniff smells she hasn't had before and she'll be more more, more happy find a way of making it really really enjoyable for her and you will find she'll like, like mm. it again Hi Pete I've always fed my uh, one year old cat high quality grain free pet food from the pet shop I recently started feeding them a store bought cheaper brand having been caught out one day their litter box smells a hundred times better on the cheaper stuff I'm tempted to keep going with this uh, and also it's much more affordable but will their health suffer? The answer is no the health won't suffer I have no idea where this grain free fad has come from Um, animals are used to eating some level of grain it's not bad for them in any way at all indeed there's been some evidence from the states that some dogs that have fed on grain free have got heart disease as a consequence because grain has got good stuff in it Um, So what you're talking about is the difference between premium quality food and cheap bargain basement food. On average, most pets do better on the premium stuff. But as this listener has discovered, not always. You should judge the food on how your 
pet is on the food. Okay. That's how you judge it. A final one here. Uh, morning, Pat. Can you please ask Pete the vet the following? I have a tomcat who's 17 years old. He's in good health, no real issues. However, every afternoon he takes himself to another room of the house and screeches like a banshee. I wonder if he knows why. That's you, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to interview your cat and discover why. But I suspect that he may well have an underlying illness, in particular high blood pressure. High blood pressure is a hidden disease in cats because they show very few signs. But banshee-like wailing is one of the signs. And if they have high blood pressure, the problem with that is that they're at high risk of developing a one-off sudden hemorrhage. and They can go blind immediately. So get it checked. Go to your vet, talk to them about it. The vet will be able to measure the cat's blood pressure. And if your cat has high blood pressure, then daily blood pressure tablets can fix it. So it's a fixable problem. Don't ignore the, high, the, the yowling. Uh-huh. Don't ignore it. 